Hey, 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 welcome to podcast. I'm stoked that you are here today. Thank you for checking out my podcast. Now, I would appreciate it if you subscribed, if you haven't already. And uh, if you can write a little review, that would just make my life so much more beautiful. And I really appreciate you so much. But in regards to today's episode, I actually ended up just having it on YouTube for about a week and I'm just uploading it here. So I apologize if the sound is weird because I recorded it from my computer because I had a storage issue when I tried to record it originally. Gotta love having 30,000 pictures on your phone. (laughs) Anyone relate? So this episode is really cool because I talk about how emotions can actually lead to physical pain if they are not dealt with, if they're repressed, if they're ignored. And uh, as we get older, it's definitely more challenging to allow ourselves to dive into our emotions because there's this unspoken standard for adults to be very proper and prim and no sob sessions, at least not for anyone to see. And there's, again, this unspoken rule that just makes us feel as though we have to be strong and be solid and not um, be shaken in any kind of way. Otherwise, we're weak. And in fact, I believe that when we do express our emotions and let them move, let the emotions move through us, we actually become more powerful. We become stronger. So I highly recommend that you... Take a listen today and really um, feel free to take notes too. Something that I actually find really helpful when I listen to podcasts is I take notes because it sinks in more and there's just another part of your brain working that will allow this information to sink in and for you to really notice this lesson a little bit more when it comes up in the future And uh, yeah, that was just a little tip for you. So anyways, let's dive in today. And please, again, let me know what you think. Message me on Instagram. Enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to podcast. I'm your host, Cassie, and I'm really so pumped today because I'm in a good mood, first of all. And I'm really excited to talk about this topic because I just had an experience that inspired me to talk about this topic. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that I have some slides talking about how our emotions affect how we feel physically. This is not super pivotal. This is information that I've known actually for a long time, not gonna lie. I've, I've learned about this concept of the mind-body connection, how you feel internally will affect how you feel externally, quote unquote and your mental health sincerely impacts your physical health. We also know the other way is is true. Your physical health impacts your mental health. So if you're not taking care of one or the other, you know, it's gonna suffer. And we have a lot of different bodies, not just the spiritual body or the emotional body, um, but also the physical body and, you know, mind, body, soul, but there's a lot of things in between there. Um, And our emotions, really, really, really sincerely have a huge impact on how we are feeling today in this moment. We felt a lot in our lives, right? 
some of us more than others. And for me personally, I grew up in a way where I didn't feel like I had space to be emotional. Now that's not saying that my parents were bad or mean or telling me not to cry. I personally, in my reality, was given the title of the rock of the family, which is really cool, right? I'm like the strong one. I'm the one that that keeps everyone grounded and just strong. And that fucked me over eventually having that in my subconscious mind always that this is who I need to be for the people that I love and for myself in order to get through, in order to know the facts and not be affected by them emotionally. And I lived like that, I would say for at least 20 years of my life. Throughout my 20s, I increasingly, probably about by 25, I maybe felt like a deeper love or, you know, I started to actually feel things, which is really crazy. It's like crazy to think about. When you really, really think about it, to live 25 years without truly having a good sob, for like, quote unquote, no reason. Oof, like no wonder why I feel the way I do in my adulthood. And I do have random outbursts of, of um, emotions. And I'm gonna talk about that a little bit more, but it's, it's no wonder. I was suppressing my emotions for 25 years. And this has a huge effect on my body. I mean, I do have some symptoms they're a lot better now that i've changed my diet but i still do have some symptoms and of of like nausea and like un like this dis-ease not disease but dis-ease which eventually can turn into disease if you don't take care of the dis-ease type of feeling that you're experiencing so it was just it's really interesting when i reflect back on my childhood again my parents were my parents were awesome. Like they were really, they were great. But every child, and that's the thing about when I talk about childhood trauma or when I talk about your inner child and how you need to nurture that child, like your parents didn't know how to. It's not anything against my parents when I talk about this stuff. I just want people to know that. I mean, they, they're, they're awesome. I, I freaking love them. And it's not that they did anything wrong. They just didn't know any better. They didn't, you know, and I, I totally think that my journey with my parents and my family was destiny. And it was something that I chose on a soul level before coming here to earth this is my, my belief. And I do believe that I experienced, you know, middle child syndrome and being the rock of the family for a reason, for a reason. And now at the ripe age of 31, I, I understand and I can, give my inner child a hug and tell her like, man, you got to cry. You got to let it out. You, you are so allowed and you're so seen or you're allowed to be seen when you are feeling emotional. And I just remember when, oh my gosh, there's just so many moments in my childhood where it was just my mom and my sister, my younger sister and my mom, they would always be the ones crying and it for remote, for like sad things when a pet would die or, or one time we gave our dog away because she was just, she was a lab and we didn't get her trained and us kids, I was young, we were trying to walk the dog and she would pull us into the street 
and it was just really hard to deal with her. So we ended up giving her away to this beautiful farmland place where she can run and play and it was perfect for her. And I just remember that day dropping her off with my mom and my sister, they were sobbing. And I was just like, okay, can we go? Are we done? <laughs> uh, and I literally, it wouldn't even be like I could let, it was almost like the emotions didn't even come in. A as far as I knew, I was just like, nope, they are not entering. But now I realize I had the emotions. I just didn't express them. You know, I might not have felt things as deeply as they did, but nowadays I feel like I feel things way deeper than many other people, probably because I never experienced my emotions growing up. And so in my adulthood, they feel super, super intense. And it's important to know that as an adult, you should let your emotions out and not feel like you are a cry baby because you're not. The strongest people understand that you have to cry and you have to release your emotions in order to function better, in order to be healthier. And turns out, you know, my emotions go so fucking deep that even now in this moment, I don't even, I, I haven't accessed all of the unresolved emotions or all of the unresolved traumas and when I say trauma, it's really just for like, for me, it's, it's an emotion that's stuck in my body and it's a trauma. It, it's labeled trauma. It doesn't have to be labeled trauma, but I'm labeling it trauma because these are pain points in my life that I never actually felt pain from. So there's pieces of trauma, like in my body that I need to access and release from my body because my physical body has suffered for a long time. And no, I didn't eat well for the, the majority of my life either. Again, in my 20s, it was gradually getting better. Again, by the age of 25-ish, I was definitely on that good trajectory of, of you know, choosing the right things, mostly. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's crazy to, to think about how in those moments when my mom was sobbing so deeply and, and I just remember being like, I'm not connected to this. And that's another reason why I feel like, <clears throat> side note, that I just have been, I don't know, out of place for my whole life. I, um, I just don't feel like I belong. And I know that's the case for a lot of people. So I just wanna normalize that, that I don't know, I wouldn't consider myself necessarily a black sheep, but if I had to call, if, if someone were to ask me, I'd be like, yeah, kind of. I don't know, I just felt so different always. It didn't even matter if it was with friends or family. I just felt like I didn't know something that everyone else did or everyone was feeling something that I wasn't feeling. or I, And a lot of that had to do with me not experiencing emotions and truly understanding how I was feeling. So of course I couldn't connect truly to these other people or these pets because I wasn't connecting into myself. I was just like, nope, 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 nope. No, that's not who I am. I'm a, I'm a rock. I'm not, a, I'm not soft, I'm a rock. And, and that's how you should go back and listen to my Is Your Identity Fucking You Over episode because my identity fucked me over. It didn't allow for me to express emotions growing up because of this label that I gave myself, of this identity that I thought I was, a rock. 
Turns out I'm pretty freaking mushy, guys. I'm like fluff. I'm like marshmallow fluff. I am so gooey, ooey, ooey, gooey, gooey. Put on a snappy show now. And I used to hear people say that all the time. Oh my God, I cry when I watch. And I was like, shut up. Like, that's how I would feel. Like, so disconnected from emotions that I'd be like eye rolling at people that were able to feel emotions. I didn't understand it. And again, now here I am at the age of 31 and I'm way more connected to my feelings because I've allowed myself to feel and I'm healing. I mean, I've actually turned into someone who's healing and, and that's how I've chosen to live throughout the rest of my life is I want to heal for the rest of my life. Ex uh, not the opposite, which is traumatizing yourself. I don't know. What's the opposite of healing? Like sick, making yourself sick. It's kind of two, two choices that we have in life. Do you want to make yourself healthier or do you want to make yourself sicker? And I'm not just talking physical body. So every single day, which path are you taking? Are you taking the healthy route? The, the route that makes you feel like, whoa, I'm freaking awesome, man. Or the route that makes you feel like, shit, this life sucks, man. Now, obviously we have some shitty days because we're humans and that's fine. Even, even the happiest of people, you know? Uh, and that's normal and that's okay. Again, feel those feelings. We have to understand that we are here on planet earth, in my opinion, to experience the entire spectrum of the human emotions. We are here to experience all of it. We're not here just to experience like, okay, I'm, I only wanna love people and I only, I don't, I'm not gonna look at the dark cause it's all light, baby. It's all light, nothing bad is going on. It's all good, okay, it's all good. <laughs> That's, I was, I was basically a toxic positive person growing up because I didn't know, I didn't want to understand or I didn't want to deal with the quote unquote dark side of things. And that's what made it really hard. And I, I do think that that, that um, helped lead me into a depression eventually at the age of 29, because uh, I mean, those many, many years of just, it just bubbling up, bubbling up, bubbling up. And that's where, you know, panic attacks, anxiety happens when we're con constricting ourselves in our bodies, like on a cellular level, that's gonna cause disease. That's gonna cause dis-ease. That's gonna cause pain. That's, that's gonna cause discomfort and not in like a, I'm growing, so it's uncomfortable. Let's, let's, let's be uncomfortable. It's not the kind of discomfort I'm talking about. We wanna go in a way where we are strengthening our minds, bodies, and souls, obviously. So I wanna tell you a story about what happened the other day when I was experiencing some horrible pains and it just felt like indigestion, but really bad to the point where it was my whole entire torso, like from my, the top of my chest to the bottom of my abdomen, it felt like someone was taking my ribs and just like twisting the muscles all around inside of me and just like crunching my stomach and crunching my intestines and squeezing like my heart. And it was kind of scary feeling like that. I mean, especially because I eat so freaking healthy. I was like, okay, this is definitely, this is obviously the oat milk because that's the only processed thing that I eat. I'm like, it's gotta be the oat milk. I don't know. What else is it gonna be? It's not the celery juice that actually helped a little bit when I had celery juice during that time. So I was going crazy trying to figure it out because that's what we do is when we're hurting, we're thinking of the physical things that we're doing to impact us. Turns out 
I was laying, so let me tell you, I was laying down in bed at night before bed and Joe was just like, are you, are you okay? Like, what's, what can I do for you? And I'm like, I just need to lay here. Um, and I just kind of was like trying to think about what was happening, but also kind of just surrendering to it. And after I began to surrender to the feeling of super, super crampy, I was doing breath work. I was doing these exercises to try to move this energy out of me, like this stuck feeling, like the, the indigestion. And it kind of like helped, it like eased it a little bit, but still it came back and this was a couple days going. So I lay down and I just started to like breathe. I closed my eyes. And then I said to Joe, I was like, I think I need to cry. And he's like, do it. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not gonna force myself to cry. And then I just kind of closed my eyes and like went in and, and felt what came up and immediately something that has been happening in my life that's personal that I'm not gonna talk about on the podcast came up. And I realized that it was, it was like a piece of news that I, that I heard that wasn't great. Um, and I just realized that I was, I, I took that news in like I did when I was younger. It was like, okay, fact, that's it. Okay, okay, I got, I got this information. But I, I didn't actually process it. And I, I, even, I even knew that consciously at one moment when I was talking to my family about this. I was just like, I need to tell you this, this is information, facts. I'm like, I'm not even gonna give you any emotion with this because we just need to talk about it without that. And ever since then, I just, I never dealt with it. And I was just like, okay. And that was about a week, you know, a week prior to this night where I was like, what do I do? And so when I thought it was like an immediate thought response, I started to have like memories attached to the news that I heard and all of a sudden, it was this wave of emotion that completely took over. It wasn't like I was like, okay, I just need to cry. I actually understood where this pain was coming from. Not on a conscious, I mean, I don't know. It's really weird to explain because it's not like, it, it just kind of comes to you. You know, it kind of comes to you when you ask the right questions and when you are willing to look at other things besides just the food that you're eating or whatever the physical aspects. So this wave of emotion came over and I just sobbed. I had one hand on my heart, one hand on my belly. And then I had Joe, Joe was just came over and rubbed my hand on my chest. And it was like 10, 15, 20 minutes. I don't know of me sobbing. I was sobbing like sob, sob, <laughs> that kind of sob, you know, like completely. And I, 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 I'm able to let it out at this point and Joe has seen me in my emotions and I'm not hesitant to do that. And that's something I want to give you side note, please make sure you're in a relationship with someone or you have support that sees you in your emotions because it's one thing to feel them by yourself, but to be seen in your quote unquote worst emotions or like the darkest emotions or the sobbiest emotions, try to be seen in that. And, and 
that's a whole different level of healing. And I can't really explain it until you experience it because then you'll be able to really know um, the difference there. Not that it's bad to cry on your own, but I just think it's like a cherry on top. If someone can act, if you allow someone to witness you and your feelings, whether it's a parent, a sister, an aunt, an uncle, a, a best friend, someone that you met online that you trust, I don't know, whoever it is, me. <laughs> um, try to have someone literally see you in your emotions at some point because that will help you access deeper healing instead of doing it on your own. So that was just a little side note. So it was really nice with him just just rubbing my chest, Not, and I didn't need him to do anything. I just needed to, to let out these emotions. And as I was letting these emotions out, I actually felt like it was almost like strips of pain, one in my chest and one in my abdomen. And I just felt this like energetic feeling and that's why I had my hands there. I just felt that energy and it was so, it was exactly where this, these crampy, weird feelings were occurring. And I just felt it like break, not necessarily break up. I almost felt it intensify, but in a, in a deeper level, it's so hard to explain, but it wasn't a physical necessary, necessarily feeling not necessarily physical. It was physical, but it was deeper than physical. I just felt the energy and the physical feeling all together. It was just really intense and really interesting to feel. And as I was crying, it felt so fucking good. While I was crying, as I was sobbing with my ugly, just cry face and just letting it all out, I just felt this huge wave of happiness come over me because I was able to release this blockage that was inside of me from one week ago. So imagine what your body is carrying from 20 years ago or 10 years ago, or five years ago or one year ago. We carry a lot of shit. And when we don't deal with it, it's gonna get heavy. And suddenly you're gonna have a panic attack or something's gonna happen where shit hits the fan and you're like, I can't do this anymore. So if you are having any kind of physical pain, First of all, look at what you are eating because that is probably one of the main things that ha that um, affects your physical health is the food that you're eating because your cells literally become the food that you eat. Okay, so look at that. I got tripped up because I'm eating really healthy and I'm like, there's nothing that should make me feel this pain. It was so painful. It was pain. It wasn't just discomfort, it was pain. And my emotions literally manifested into physical pain in my body because I just was like, I'm talking about it factually. I'm not gonna talk about the emotions of it because I don't need to do that right now. I just need to make sure that we know what's going on, whatever. So I just wanna share that story with you to, under, to help you understand that we really can manifest a healthier life with our emotions too, right? I was just watching a podcast earlier, a little clip of something, and it was like every intention that you have with the food that you eat, and I've talked about this before, are you living with intention? That's a good episode to, to watch. Everything that you eat, if you're eating something really shitty and you're like, oh my God, this is shitty for me, I'm gonna feel shitty, you're probably gonna feel even shittier than just the food alone if you're attaching a bad emotion to it. And then vice versa, or even if you're eating something healthy, but you're like, oh, I don't feel good about this, or I have to eat this, or I think I need to eat this, or I don't know if it's good for me, it's still not gonna have that high vibration energy or good vibration energy um, 
in all of the ways, digestive wise, you know, and, um, and when you're able to step back and again, look at what you're eating, but experience your life through a different lens, it's so eye-opening, but it's really easier said than done. <laughs> you know, it's easier said than done to go back to your childhood sometimes can be super painful. And to go back to even a week ago for me, it was, it was painful, but it felt so good to do. It wasn't me resisting it. I didn't know I was resisting it throughout the week. I mean, hello, this is what I do for a living. I'm a life coach. I teach people how to deal with their emotions. And here I am sitting in this horrible pain, not understanding what it's from. I'm human too, you know? And now I know. And I, I just like invite you to tune into yourself and to really ask your body what it needs. Because the second I did that, the second I asked my guides for help and was asking my body what it needed, that's when the answers came. And that's when I literally, after I sobbed, you guys, seriously, I had no pain. It was completely gone. And it felt like magic. My tears felt like magic because they took my pain away. But it wasn't just the tears. Again, it wasn't just like, okay, I need to cry. I'm gonna force myself to cry. I actually understood what I was expressing in my emotions. So, you, so it's one thing to just like cry because you feel like you need to, which is good, do that. But it's even better to connect to where is this emotion coming from and ask your body what it needs. What do you need? Spirit guides, are you with me? Can you help me? I'm, I'm really wanting to feel better. What can we do? Like just have an open dialogue with the universe, with your guides, with God, whatever you connect with and you will be assisted because that's exactly what happened. After two days, all I had to do was lay down, quiet my mind a little bit because it was like, okay, what did I eat? What did I eat? What did I fuck up? What did I do? And instead of doing that, just really ask yourself what you need. And it might be like, okay, no more McDonald's or no more, you know, no more this or that. Um, but it also might be like, oh my God, in third grade. And it just, a wave of emotion might come over. Like whatever it is in the past, let it come up. That's the thing is when you allow it to come up, you can release it. Because when it's when these pieces of trauma are stuck inside of you, they're, they're, they're stuck because you're not allowing them to come out, even though it's sometimes very difficult to get them to come out. But that's what this journey is all about, is healing. We wanna heal every day and, or do things for our bodies that allow it to heal and connect with our emotions so we can heal. Connect with things, and there might be some quote unquote traumatic things that happen or stressful things that happen these days or circumstances that happen that will actually bring up past experiences. And sometimes if you meet resistance, it might be because you haven't dealt with that situation that you're being reminded of. It could be a boyfriend or a girlfriend situation, like relationships, it can be something with a family member um, or just anything with your habits. We are affected so much by our our emotions and our willingness to release them or unwillingness to. And it's not that I wasn't, I didn't consciously think I'm not willing to express emotions. It was, I am a rock and that's what I am. I, I, my identity was just effing me over. So yeah, I just find this such an interesting topic and the mind body connection is so strong 
and we really want to just tune in and ask ourselves what we need so we can serve ourselves at a higher level, better level, so we can thrive and we can help other people do the same thing. Because even just by example, by living your best life and, and clearing out old shit that's residing within you, you are going to literally glow. You will be brighter. You will be lighter. I feel brighter. I feel lighter. My eyes have um, become, they're not as dry. I have chronic dry <laughs> It's like, I wonder why I have chronic dry eye, right? Me of all people, the girl who didn't cry for 25 years. Why are my eyes dry? Hmm. Um, so crying the past couple days, because I actually had another cry session after that. And it was so good. Like those past two cry sessions were so good. Again, Joe was there. The second one was even sobbier. And I was making weird noises and shit, but I was like, I don't care because this is the, the noise that needs to come out. This is the feeling that needs to come out. I am not judging myself. Joe's not judging me. Surround yourself with people that don't judge you and really practice getting rid of that self-judgment because you got to let this shit out in order to so in order to thrive. We want to thrive. We don't want to just coast along and survive and like fight through it and just like be in agony. Let's thrive. Let's let go. Let's release and different ways that you can release your emotions besides crying would be dancing ecstatic dancing letting your body move however the hell it wants to move again no judgment screaming scream into a pillow go to the top of a mountain try not to be around people so they don't think you're getting murdered but scream like use your voice we need we need to use our voices sometimes to let out this this stuck energy because that's what a, uh, emotions are energy in motion. And when your energy is stuck, it's your emotion can't move. So we have to get it back into emotion, into motion, which means you'll probably feel the emotion, but then it can move out of you. So think of it like stuck in your stomach and then you start to feel the emotion. It's coming up, it's moving, like twirling around up inside of you, coming up, 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 and you like spit it out. You know, you're able to let it out. If you, you got to deal with it to heal with it like deal to heal right or feel to heal as they say and i really like those things because I, i've said it for so long before i just spit if you're watching on youtube sorry um <laughs> yeah don't mind me and also if you are on youtube i oh my gosh this is not recording on my podcast but i'm gonna keep this going because shit that sucks. What the hell? Fuck. <laughs> damn it. Okay, I'll see what I can do with this. Um, damn it. That's okay. Anyways, so with all of that said, um, I want to invite you to express yourself, your emotions, scream, cry. Laughing is a good way to release too. Sex, have some sex. Uh, I don't know if this is TMI, but when I have sex with my partner, I cry sometimes. And I, it's because of all of the repressed emotions I've had in my life. And it's such an energetic thing that it just ugh, like comes out of me. Um, so I don't know. That's, that's a good way to release. Just let your partner know that, listen, it's not you. This is a good thing. I'm crying with happiness or whatever you want to say. <laughs> um, yeah. Cry, cry it out though. That's the best thing to do. Shaking your body. I always talk about shaking your body, like just literally shaking it, shaking it really hard so you can release, 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 release. Um, like 
literally physically you can help release it but also it gets your mind to a place where it's not in the monkey mind mode and when you're in your body you're able to access a deeper part of you subconsciously you know the subconscious mind also lives in the body so we take on our memories through our body and uh we can't forget that because that's why our emotions are carried in our body and we it's time to deal with them so i hope you're with me on that i don't know if you've had an experience i would love if you can comment below and let me know if you've had an experience for yourself where you went through a time where you did not express emotions or you repressed your emotions or you didn't feel like it was safe to experience emotions in your childhood, in your adulthood, whenever it is. I'd be really interested to know what your experiences were and how they affect you today, if you relate to this at all. If you do, please share. I would absolutely love that. Thank you for coming along for this ride today. And uh, I will catch you next time on podcasts. Mwah. Thank you for liking and subscribing and all that.